Hello, happy Thursday, and welcome back to the Building Together podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, and if you're new here, my name is Christina de Los Angeles. I'm a marriage and family therapist and relationship coach, and I wanted to share something that I hope adds value to your relationship. Um, Today, we're going to talk about how you can build an emotionally safe relationship. Safety is huge. Um, Emotional safety, of course, physical safety when it comes to our relationships, because without it, we aren't able to um, to grow in them. We're not able to be vulnerable. We're not able to trust. And all those things are building blocks foundational to a relationship. So breaking down three things that strengthen the emotional safety in our relationship. The first one is emotional availability. So what this looks like is you being available to not just listen, but to actively listen to your partner. We know sometimes, I know there are some of you out there who like really do listen to your partner, but you listen just with your ears. (laughs) And active listening looks like showing some expression, eye contact, um, asking questions, leaning in, body posture, all of that. And that's something that's a skill to practice and to strengthen. Um, Some people are just like better at it naturally than others. Um, But I have heard some people be like, I I do listen though. Like I do listen. Um, But active listening um, just takes that extra effort to let the other person know. The other part is to, um, in that active listening is to make sure that you express the interest and concern that you have for your partner's emotions. So it's active listening and expressing your interest. Again, that looks like, you know, asking questions, like really listening. And people can tell like when we're listening, because we ask better questions. You know, it's not like just the head nod and like, oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And the other big part of this is you don't want to come in trying to fix it. And that can be so uncomfortable for, I think a lot of people is being available, listening, and not trying to fix, not trying to figure out a solution for this person to alleviate whatever emotion they're expressing because you love them and you don't want them to feel that way or you just don't get it or, you know, you want to just relieve like whatever pain or uncomfortable emotion that they're feeling. No, that is not what this is. That is not the time. And it is hard to do. I feel like this is harder to do for men than um, a lot of women. And I think it's just because of the nature of, of men, like problem solving and wanting to fix things, you know, <laughs> like, like, okay, get to the point and let me help you find a solution. No, that's not, that's not it. That doesn't mean that you guys can't together in the future. I mean, building together does require a lot of problem solving. It's just the time and the place. Okay. The next thing is sensitive responsiveness. So first one was being emotionally available. And the second one is sensitive responsiveness. It's asking you to do two things, be sensitive and be responsive versus having an impulsive, insensitive reaction, which can be so easy to do, especially, um, if the emotions are high um, and what our partner is presenting to us kind of just triggers something in us, we want to be impulsive. We want to react. Maybe we want to judge. Maybe we want to be quick to be offended. It's a whole other 
episode, but what is needed is sensitive responsiveness when our partner brings us something and is expressing something to us. That doesn't mean we have to agree and it doesn't require you to understand right, you know, right away in that moment. In fact, it's through this process of really holding space for our partner and allowing them to express themselves that we give ourselves the opportunity to better understand them. And what sensitive responsiveness, oh, I can't like pronounce my words today, but what that looks like is, well, what it requires too is practicing this pause. So your partner's, you're, you're being emotionally available and then your response to them is sensitive. So it's not dismissive. You're not minimizing or again, trying to problem solve or it's not blaming them. It's also not allowing your emotions to kind of take over the conversation. Like you're getting upset at them for expressing something. You're being thoughtful in your response. Much different from a reaction. We all can feel the difference. And you know, I think that this is probably one of the hardest ones sometimes. And I just want to encourage you, if you like are trying to do this and you fail and you're able to have the self-awareness and be able to reflect on that and say like to yourself, like I could have done that better. That's not what sensitive responsiveness is. Don't just stop there. Like go back to your partner and say, this is what I should have said. And this is what I want to do more of. Again, never discount the power of repair. It's always better to attempt and try to repair and take accountability than not to. Okay, the last one, trust. This seems like an obvious one, but I mean, we're building or breaking it every day. And it's in the smallest things. It's in just doing what we say we're going to do. It's also in do our words line up with our actions, but do our words line up with our body language? Do the words that we tell our spouse or our partner line up with what we tell other people behind their back? Are we being consistent with our words and our actions? When we make a mistake, are we taking accountability and asking for forgiveness? And trust is a byproduct of, you know, the other two. So as you build on being more, um, emotionally available and strengthening that sensitive responsiveness to your partner. That's all part of, of building trust with them. Um, one thing in the book, so I got these, again, I've been reading um, Making Your Marriage a Fortress by Gary Thomas. And one of the quotes in there I thought was pretty powerful and, and true. And it's that suspicion is the enemy of intimacy. So if your partner, what it's talking about is like if your partner has earned your trust to give it a lot of times we, you know, I know I discussed ways that you build trust with your partner. Um, if they have shown to be trustworthy and you don't give it to them, think about how that feels on the other side. Say you've done all the effort to earn your partner's trust and they come at you still with being suspicious. Do you want to continue? Do you think you'd want to continue being open and vulnerable with your partner? Probably not. I mean, I probably at the very least, it would not feel very good. And what we want to do instead is that when our partner is showing us that they can be trustworthy is to give it to them, to show that you trust them, to let them know that you appreciate 
their consistency and that you value and appreciate it. We don't have to just talk about trust with our partner when it's broken. We can talk about it when it's going well and when you're seeing the effort being put in and when you're feeling like you guys are doing well in that area. So to recap, it's emotional availability, sensitive responsiveness, and trust is what helps us to build emotionally safe relationships. So I hope that this episode was um, of value and that it adds value to your relationship. As always, I'd love to hear your takeaway from this, like what's working for you, what you tried. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Christina underscore DLA and send me a message or you can email me. I'll have that all in the show notes and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.